My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today we are talking about what we are listening to. Uh, yeah, this is a little fun little segment that we do where we just talk about what we're listening to and what we're watching. Uh, so first we're going to talk about music, I guess. Uh, Amanda, what have you been listening to lately? A little bit of everything. The other day I was torturing my children with 80s music, so, you know, I was just rolling out the old teen years playlist. They were like, could we listen to something in English? And I said, fine. And then they said, can we listen to something from this decade? And I was like, no. And they said, could we listen to something from this century? And I said, no. And then we listened to Whitney Houston, and it was lovely. So... Asian music-wise, um, Marshall's had a bunch of stuff come out this over the past month. Like, I think he's released, like, two singles on his own and then also had a collab. Oh, I can't remember what the guy's name is that he collabed with. But um, it is a, like, a grinder song. Like, it is basically, the, this song is a duet between them, and it's like, we met at the bar, I don't really need to know anymore. You, you look fine. Let's go. Like, it's basically a just a, like, hookup song, like, 100% hookup song. But it's so catchy, and it's so good. And Marshall has such a great voice. Like, if you're not listening to him already, you should totally check him out if you're into, like, R&B or everything. He's just good. I love him. Purple Rain had a new song called Letter that I really, really enjoyed. So, Yeah. Um, they were, like, from that, whatever it was, that band show variety Super band. Show. Yes. Super band. That's they're really easy. You'd think I could remember yeah. the name of it. It's like, that show with all the super bands. What was it called? It just produced a lot of super bands. What? Yeah. Oh, what? Curious. What curious. Curious. <sighs> and then um, I started getting into uh, Soto. Soto Band, so the lead of this band is named Soto, but the band is the Soto Band, I guess. The Chinchada uh, podcast had a little mini episode where they actually interviewed him, which was kind of cool. I learned some very interesting things about piggybacks, piggyback rides and dramas, and where that came from and stuff from that episode. So if you're curious, you should totally go check out that little mini episode. It's like 20 minutes long. It's really interesting. But his music is really um, unique and cool. And he had, he, they, the band had uh, have a bunch of different songs out. Um, I really like Night Sea. It's a really good song. Oh, yeah, the, the TXT song. I think it's called Everlasting. It, um, the new theme song for an anime. And uh, it's, Clover. It's a, yes, it's so nice. I knew it had black in the title. I was like, black something anime. I'm really, really working it with the names today. I, this is great. Jackson, new music. Oh, love Fun, it. As always, I just love it. I, I'm going to say about the Jackson single if you haven't checked out the music video, you should. Because even at the end, it talks about, like, his creative process for figuring out that he wanted to do the music video that way. Because it's inspired by Hong Kong, uh, like, 90s rom-com type thing. Mm. Like, 
So he had a lot of fun with like how he decided to do the music video. So that was cool. I've been watching this this web drama called Cafe Kilimanjaro, and it is a it's an idol drama web drama typical you know cutesy 10 minute episodes and you know foolishness ensues but um it's centered around a band and uh Vinny is the lead actor in it and he does a really pretty good job but he's also the lead singer of the band so the band has like two different songs in it and they're released under Vinny's name they're both good songs I think one's called Leopard and the other one is Sunrise. I really, really like Sunrise. It's a just a lovely song. Watching this cute little web drama, and I'm like, oh, and like the music is good too. Well, well done, kids. Like, good job. So, because <laughs> sometimes that's not true when you watch something about bands. The but yeah, that's you know other things that I've been listening to also. But you know, I suspect somebody else will mention some of them. So. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll it's always the it game we play. <laughs> Who else is going to talk about this person? I just, Should I be know, the first one? With age, I go first. It's like, oh, I'll just list off everything and leave you guys with nothing. <laughs> so, how about you, Jesse? What have you been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of Day Six and Dreamcatcher because, of course. I know, right? You would never expect that from you? me. Like, I know. I'm like a surprise all the time. You don't know what's <laughs> going to go on with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they came back. If you haven't realized, you should go listen to everything that they do, especially uh, with Day Six's album. The It's the Subunits album. Listen to it in full. Don't like the title song is good on its own. And like, it's definitely a lot better if you watch it with the music video and a lot better if you like day six too and know the what's going on. The setup of the album is definitely a go through from first to last. It's mm. set up that way. It's beautiful. It's great. I love it so much. Musical theater heart loves it so much. <laughs> and also Dreamcatcher has been fabulous. I've watched every stage. They're amazing. Other than those two, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Tricot, which is a Japanese group that I've liked in the past, but, like, I've been using this kind of time of not having a lot to do or, like, you know, not work that, like, will take me away from things to go through kind of, like, discographies of, like, groups that I want to kind of deep dive more because they've got a lot of, like, backlog. backlog. And Tricot's one of them, and I just really, really, really like them. They're a little female group, rock group, Japan. They're really great, and they've been around for a while. Vincent, which is another really great band that didn't come from the super band. <laughs> they, they created themselves. <laughs> um, I've talked about them many times. They came out with a mini album. You should all go listen to it. They are going to be on M Countdown tonight or this morning or whatever time zones are like rough but with like a, with a female lead oh yeah the, 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 the yeah it's a it's a rock band with a female lead she also is a a lead singer co-singer on and, and another group that i don't remember and they're more metal but they're very indie to the point it's like sprinklings around the internet <laughs> but like also vincent is that way too it's like very hard to find them things but i'm like diehard number one fan they know it on social media now i think i'm gonna be best friends with this group <laughs> like this is like my calling is to be their 
like groupy and I'm fine with it really. Like, so yeah. <laughs> what else? I've been listening to a lot of the same songs over and over because Sky and I have been watching music shows. So Some many music shows. Not so great. Others I've gotten like into their songs, like um, especially Card Song is so good. Like I liked it before, but like I've gotten super into it now that I've heard it like the 20th time and they're great at performing it. Also, Jen Yer, who was uh, Ji Yoon from 4 Minutes, she came out with a solo uh, comeback, Bad. It's also a really great song. It's cool. It's a, I don't remember who she features on it off the top of my head now, but you should go listen to that. It's really great. And then also I have to plug, because she barely does stuff, um, So Jung from Ladies Code came out with a solo song. It was kind of like a... A digital solo, like, slash, like, a thanks to fans or, like, a comfort song. You know how a lot of, like, artists have been doing that, where it's kind of, like, the comfort song. It's called Island. It's very good as well. It's day six in Dreamcatcher, like, on repeat nonstop. For me, I, I'm sorry. I'm not original. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, you don't have to be. Yeah. But for a little peek into... Our uh, music show watching, though, it's kind of funny because usually between Jesse's faves and my faves, like usually they're spread out throughout the show, of course. But once in a while, they'll be back to back, like oh, the my people and Jesse's like, and it's like, ah, that that was I, I love that when it's like because it's all different eight, because sometimes they do it age order and not. I don't. Yeah. yeah. This month has been like a a crazy it, like thing because of 2 p.m. and day six and anniversaries and things happening and just Dreamcatcher also mm. being part of that just made it a lot. There's a lot happening for someone who's unemployed. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun doing the music shows though. Yeah. It's, it's been an interesting ride because I've never done them before, but you know <laughs> I haven't been able to. So yeah, that's it. What about you, Natalia? Oh boy. Um, so I love Jackson Wayne's new thing. Um, I'm amazed that no one mentioned this, but our boy, Wonho. He's back. I, I, I knew somebody the, the would. Amanda thing and didn't say anything. You <laughs> are knew. so kind. <laughs> There's also so, another person who came back that I didn't who, mention on this list as well that I figured someone would say. <laughs> he's been in, in my mind and won't leave. Just well, you know, it's 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 a good thing. <laughs> what what I like is that he had his like the pre-song, you know, losing you, which was so sad and stuff. So like, if you knew nothing about Wanho and you saw that, you're like, oh, but he's just a beautiful ballad singer. I get it. And then Open Mind comes out, and you're like, whoa, 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 I'm under attack from his abs and muscles. Like literally, I. I was, like, just telling my, my co-worker, I was like, oh, like, you know, Wanho came back. I'm, like, so excited. Like, it's really great. Like, oh, it's all very exciting. And she was like, oh, like, what's what's he, like, known for? I'm like, oh, um, he's, um, he's known for his muscles. And she's like, oh, they can't be, they can't be that big. And I'm like, oh, girl, girl. And then I showed her, and she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, Jesus. You know, we all have hobbies, and that's his yeah, hobby. Yeah, it is. Well, her, her, what she said was that he was the most muscled person that she'd ever seen that didn't look weird. You know how, like, there's, like, a certain point that you get where it's, like, 
you're so muscled that you're just like, eh, like. Or you can tell when they just like only focus on one area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe don't skip leg day, my dude. But no, he doesn't <laughs> skip. He doesn't skip any day. What a beat! And that crop top. It wasn't even a crop top. It was just, it was a sweater that was that was zipped up to his nip, unzipped up to his nips, and just. <laughs> Just them abs. He's all over the TikTok. People who've never watched K-pop before are just seeing <laughs> this this dance and being like, what the fuck? Anyway, I've been what's, really... What's so fun about that, though, is, like, he's such a sweet person that it's I like... I know. If, if people get reeled in by that, it's, you're like, that's great because he's such a nice he's person. He's so nice. Yeah. Like, you guys yeah. have just a treasure yeah. to open once you get to know him. And, like, I'm, I'm sure like, he's doing it. Yeah. Stay for the love. He <laughs> made, his arms are only that big so he can hug you better. Like, it's true. What is I mean, mean? He, he feels like like he just genuinely likes working out, and it's like yeah. there's only like a, the like slightest percentage in his brain that he does it for looks, like you know the normal because everybody is like conscious of that. But like he's one of those people that like you genuinely like. I think he would just likes doing that, and like. Let him do that because he deserves mm. the world. Yeah, it's good. I love the his the B sides on that album. Small side note about dancing. I listened to this uh, a dancer reactor person talking, and then a couple of other places too. Whenever you do weightlifting a lot and your muscles and your body weight changes a lot, whenever you're a dancer, it makes it really hard because your center of ba- like your center of balance and mm-hmm. things all change so much. So for instance, like Astro Rocky, like he never wants to do that because he doesn't want to have to mess with changing his dance moves. So like Wanho, someone that works on his body a lot, like that's almost another level of technicality that he has to always handle all the time mm-hmm. and I find that kind of fascinating because uh, I didn't really what? know that I had never thought of that before you know like well, yeah I would yeah. um two more of my sweet children had a couple my sweet children these ones are actually older than me but my sweet children super junior D&E had a comeback uh with bad which uh is on the sort of okay so the thing about super junior D&E is that you never like really know what vibe they're going to come out with because they just do whatever the hell they want. And sometimes it's, you know, but this was very on par with their previous vibe that they had in their last album that they put out. So, and I really liked the danger album. So this is really good as well. Loving it. Um, And as my final sweet child, because another three of like, just four of my sweet children, came out with things. Um, Taven, it's a good month for you. <laughs> it's a really good month for me and my boys, you know? Like, Mama Natalia is being taken care of by her children. Um, Taven came out with a new song, and it's really friggin' good. Like, it's really... Like, okay, I know I say this every time Taven comes out with a new song, but Taven is <laughs> consistently good, so I can keep saying it. But uh, Criminal is... Yeah, yeah. That boy just wants to be in a sex dungeon, apparently. <laughs> um, that's the basic vibe of the song, is like, it, it has a very chained up vibe, content wise, shall we say. Uh, the video was, as always, beautiful. What if someone, I was talking with someone, because she would just message me and she's like, oh, have you seen Taman's new thing? I'm like, oh, have I seen Taman? Have I seen Taman? <laughs> um, and she was like, 
he's like a male Madonna, like from the in the eighties. Like he can do anything, yeah. and like it's amazing. And I'm like, you right, girl, you right. So he's killing it. Uh, completely different vibe than two kids. So if you got sucked in. By two kids. Uh, that was not his usual vibe, my dudes. This is more it. Uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. So that's basically, those are like my top three that have been going down. I tried to get, so I discovered a few fun things about Google Play uh, while trying to listen to these songs. <laughs> okay, so if you ask to listen to Taman on your Google Play, it'll do it, but it'll always spell out his name. So it'll say, you're now listening to Lee, T-A-E-M-I-N. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if, you try to listen, if you try to listen to Pretty Please by Jackson Wang, ain't going to happen. They're, they're not, Google Play is like, I don't know what you want from me. I got nothing. And if you want to listen to Wanho, it's a struggle <laughs> and a half. It does not know what it is doing. But anyway, I just thought those are my little Google Play updates for me attempting to get my Google <laughs> Home to do things. So, Sky, what have you been listening to? So, I'm going to talk about Super 5 because I always have to talk about <laughs> Please do, please. Of okay. uh, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Super 5 is a new trot idol group, which was brought about by a show called Favorite Entertainment. They're, they also have a Korean version of their name, but... Super 5 is the English side of it. A few weeks back, they had their debut single, Hello, and then their second single, All Eyes on Me. The second one has a music video. It's cute. Spy stuff. It's great. The show keeps uh, showing like them going to their music show stages and stuff. And it's just really sweet because the, uh, the two managers and the CEO of their little quote-unquote entertainment company um, <laughs> on the show... They, they're the only ones in the audience and they make up the fan chants and they scream their lungs out the entire time. And like during the show itself that, that was shown live, like they showed that it was really funny, Mm -hmm. but when they showed it on the favorite entertainment show, like they interviewed the boys afterwards and the boys were actually like really touched by that. Like it was really, really sweet. And then right after that, after their big debut stages and stuff, uh, they surprised them with, like, this huge meal, which also Aww. included freshly steamed lobsters and stuff. And two of the boys had never even had lobster before. And Aww. so, like, the managers and the CEO were hand, like, cracking the lobsters and feeding the boys. Like, they were all incredibly touched. They were, like, kind of misting about it. Like, it was very, very, very sweet. So, I already really enjoyed the show and stuff, but, like... In the beginning, I kind of thought, well, the managers, because, like, one of them's one of them's a comedian lady who's awesome. Like, I kind of wondered mm. if it was for show, like, just kind of for funny entertainment stuff. Because, like, Lee Tuck, it, it just really, you know. But they actually do care. Like, anytime the boys go on a radio show, both of the managers will, like, call in and message and be, like, take care of them. Like, to make Aww. sure they're, like, they really actually act like managers all the time which is really sweet uh so i love it it's fun they're actually doing way more promotion than i expected they're doing a ton of radio shows and stuff so my guess is as the show progresses they'll probably eventually release their album that's my that's what i think is going to probably happen and this upcoming episode is going to be uh since astro's moonbin and sanha are 
hosts on one of the music shows that they were on, you see them meeting up with Super 5, and Super 5 being like, no, MJ is ours. Like, it's just really, really cool. Yeah. And then Moonbin being like, dude, the way you signed this album is way nicer than the way you signed Astro Albums. Like, <laughs> so I've, I've just been having fun with all that. That's been a really nice surprise. Definitely something just a few months ago, you know, I didn't know that was going to be a fun thing to look forward to. So I will miss it whenever the show goes away here in a handful of weeks, but. Their stage was really cute. Like, it did seem like it was, like, a nice pick-me-up. Like, any trot stage on those those shows are, like, the pick-me-ups for everyone, and it's, they're adorable. <laughs> yeah, even any time, like, an older trot singer comes on, it's like, well, mm-hmm. this is going to be fun. This is going to be a good time. So I've kind of fallen a little bit more for trot than I used to be, of course, so. But we also did a Trot episode back in the day. It was a good time. Go check it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, ATs came back. I probably already talked about them, but I'm going to talk about them more because they're still promoting. Mm-hmm. They're still really good. They even had a video that they released with some of the um, producers and choreographers talking about kind of the behind the scenes stuff, even the people that did the music videos. So it was just really fascinating. Like, I like seeing the entire team that, of course, makes that all happen. It's obviously not just the kids. Like, yeah, it's nice to see right. all the creators that go in on that stuff. Ace, they came back. Oh, they did. Oh, they did. <laughs> and they're just, it's beautiful. Like, the music video is gorgeous. The stages are great. The choreography, there's even, like, wrestling within the choreography that's just, there's a story being told there. It's really cool. Love it. It's not that they got first place on a music show, but they were nominated to, like, on on one of the music shows, they were nominated for first place. And that was the first time they've done that. And from being from a tiny company where they're the only artists at it, Mm -hmm. like, that's a huge, huge deal. Because the other entertainment companies, of course, were way bigger than them, so... It was a big deal. Like, they were really touched by that. And they've they've been very communicative with the fans, like, saying how grateful they are. Because they just keep growing, and it's been a really good comeback for them so far. So they're doing a really good job. Dreamcatcher, we already talked about them. But go check them out. <laughs> so for real. They deserved first place, but we won't get into that pain. <laughs> no, we, just, we don't need to relive. I, I relive we're holding this pain. There will be a time they will get first place. Yeah. There will be, it, it will come, like, because they're getting there. So, that's that. Jamie came back with a song mm-hmm. called Numbers, and it is great. I love that song. So, we recently even did a podcast episode about numbers, so I just thought it was funny, like, timing-wise. <laughs> I think this song came out, like, the night, like, after we recorded that podcast. I yeah, was like, like that. son of a gun. <laughs> So, like, yeah, the, so- the song's been in my head, and then, of course, we've been, like, you know, releasing that episode. It's just been funny. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> You're like, tweet this and sing the song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As someone that has never been so jazzed about numbers in my life, like. <laughs> and we already talked about Wanho and Taman. I think a while back, probably last month, I just, I don't think I mentioned them. 2Z, they did come out with another song. It's very upbeat. It's fun. I think they're going to have a comeback here in a few days or next week or something. So 
looks fun. They, in case you don't know, they did change a member and stuff. All is well. It's fine. I've mostly yeah. just been listening to my favorites over and over again and music show stuff. Mm-hmm. And juice, 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 juice. juice, juice, juice. <laughs> I actually looked up the song and listened to it, and I'm kind of into it, man. <laughs> it gets you. It grabs you. The more you listen to it, the more it's like, okay. Yeah, okay. before I was not into it. and But, like, I was like, they're doing a good job with this, but this is not it. I don't know how many of these stages I can sit here and watch. And then, like, yeah, as time progressed, many. I was like, okay, okay. And then the day that they were ended their, like, promotions, I was like, huh, I really miss it. Huh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> means, means I need to put on a playlist to visit sometimes, I suppose. Yeah. Fine. They were adorable. I forgot. Don Kiz, however you say their name, (laughs) they had a really good comeback. I think it might be a single. I don't know off the top of my head. I feel like it's a single. Called Beautiful. Uh, So the thing about their concepts in the past, they've always been super, super cutesy, and they went very not cutesy this time. And... But I really enjoy the song. Like, I enjoyed the song when I first saw the music video, but the more I see them do the stage and stuff, they're doing Mm. it very, very good with it. So, are they the ones with the one weird. The one one stripe? The one stripe. Who's the stripe? Yeah, I think think one of them has a little dyed stripe of hair that's off center and it drives. (laughs) But it also never moves. Like, can we do it like the dance and it just stays where it is on the head? And I'm like, ah, optical illusion. Stop it. (laughs) This makes sense. Kind of unsettling that the stripe never moves. Like, listen, it's also 4 a.m. when I'm watching the show. (laughs) Oh, this is a fun life. a little bit funnier than usual at that time. So, yeah, I just had to throw that in because, you know, a lot of people don't know about that group. So now that we've talked about music, we're going to talk about what we're watching. And we're going to start with Sky again because she oh. just went, so we're going reverse order. We like to keep it fresh and wild up in here. You never know what we're <laughs> yeah, about. We're crazy starting with Sky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we going to do next? A week or two, I guess two weeks now, I finished two shows, Was It Love, which was on Netflix, and To All the Guys Who Love Me, I'm glad those shows finished, (laughs) happy that they finished, they finished well, I definitely preferred Was It Love's ending, but To All the Guys Who Love Me was fine too, yay, I don't know, since I was, I should have not double done those shows together, just because they were airing, I should have said, no, I'm going to wait. I should have. <laughs> Space them out a bit. Yeah. Especially once I got to a certain point, I should have just... Because they're both very push-pull, I should have just had one push-pull on my plate at a time, not two every week. Mm. So don't be like me. If you feel like you're overwhelmed with a certain trope, maybe just choose one to keep for a little bit. <laughs> Unless you're just really motivated to power through everyone did a good job like everyone acted well in both of them so Mm. that's really what kept me watching them like i enjoyed watching the acting so new stuff flower of evil really enjoying it it was kind of cute they uh i I don't know if this is on any legal streaming site so sorry if i'm whatever because of the covid situation the second 
episode of last week was not aired, but they did a little special episode. So it's like the 11 and a half episode. And it was essentially like two of the actors, the secondary actors. It was just a lot of clips from the show. And then they did a little interview thing, like what they thought was going to happen. But then they really wouldn't say anything, you know, like they whisper to each other, like, but the way it was done was the, uh, the main host person, he, in the show, he's a journalist, but the way he was hosting the show, like, he was trying to do kind of like Unsolved Mysteries type tone to the entire little show. It was pretty cute. So that was fun. But Flower of Evil, really, really good acting. I actually recommend it to people who maybe aren't even used to suspense. I think you might enjoy it. Like, it covers a lot of ground for a lot of people. So maybe check it out or maybe wait until it's done and check it out. Because you might not want to wait. Because some people get way obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. It's those shows. Alice, I'm really enjoying. Um, it is probably going to be one of those that I'm kicking myself as I'm watching it as it's airing. Because same thing. I will probably want to know. The deeper I get into it, the more I'll want to know how it ends. So, But I'm enjoying it so far. The sci-fi elements, they're selling pretty well. Mm. But I'm an easy sell on sci-fi. So it's not like I'm a harsh critic. Like, I enjoy my sci-fi shows. <laughs> Record of Youth. Two episodes in. I really, really like it. Park Bogum, usually not smiling. He's playing a very serious character most of the time. And it's really, really mm. And I think her name is Park Sodom. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. She's really good. Some people say that, like, she only plays the same role over and over again or whatever. I actually think her role is very different than other ones I've seen her in. But that's just me. It's a show that even starting off, it's kind of like Hardships. And I enjoy those types of shows. You, you, of course, have to be in a mental place to handle it. But, like, it's not all roses going into the show. Yeah. We're going to deal with the kind of disappointing parts of life. So I, I like those. And yesterday I decided to pick up Murim School. Oh, yeah. oh Murim School, you say? <laughs> big fan. Big fan of that hot mess. Big fan. I, <laughs> no, don't tell me that. I'm watching it. Don't say that. No, I love it. I'm a big fan. <laughs> you hear those words? Big fan. Right here. I'm watching it for a purpose, but I think I watched 20 minutes into it like months and months ago, so I picked it back up, kind of, but I'm five episodes in now. It's really fun. It's one of those that like, oh, I could turn my That's brain off and watch this. That's great. <laughs> it's silly fun. Oh, yeah. Some not great CGI. I mean, it's not horrific, but it's actually, it's okay CGI, let me put it that way. I really enjoy it because, again, the actors and actresses in it, they're fun. So I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. And then I'm watching, of course, Favorite Entertainment and Master of the House. Master in the House, it was interesting, this past episode, They the master was a businessman, but... The interesting part was he he's a company that during this time has changed to doing masks and hand sanitizer stuff. And they made a point when everyone else was spiking prices to sell them for pretty much half price. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. And so, like, he kind of talked a little bit about, like, why he did that, because he was trying to inspire other businesses to do the same, because he said pretty much the reason... He was like, what's the purpose during this time for people that are selling these things? And they're like, what? He goes, we don't want to sell them anymore. And so for a second, they're like, what do you mean you don't want to sell them anymore? Oh, you want 
everyone to get better. Like, you don't want to mm-hmm. have... So, they discussed some of that. They even had a little Zoom interview with middle school students that created a, like, essentially COVID tracking app for... Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, and they got an award. It's just, it was kind of fascinating. They talked about the virus a lot in this episode, because they even... The members of the show tried to come up with ideas for things to make or whatever to help people during this time. Things like a little, essentially a little glove, a little paper glove for your finger when you're in an elevator. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. to them is a big deal because there's a ton of elevators there. So like, things like that. It was a fascinating episode. It was fun. So if, yeah. if you like that type of thing. That's what I watched. So I'm watching three main shows right now. Two of them are dailies. Oh boy. Wow. Oh boy, I'm in. I'm in. So really you're like watching like eight shows. Yes. Are they currently airing dailies? Yes. Both are on air right I'm now. caught up on I'm fully oh, caught yeah. up on one and I'm not fully caught up on the second one yet, because I just started the second one, which has like ninety episodes already, like last week. So I haven't caught up on that one. And I'm watching one Thai show that I've been meaning to watch for years and then just forgot. But now I'm watching it. So that is uh, the one I keep talking about because mom is having an affair. Mom is not having an affair, as I keep (laughs) meaning to say. And, oh, boy, drama has been, ooh, like real they found out who the son's real father was like oh like there was a murder that still hasn't really been addressed (laughs) everyone kind of forgot about but i don't think about it yeah like no it was like there was like one episode of the murderer feeling guilty and then they just like moved on to like the paternity (laughs) plot and i'm like whoa wait no there's like a big there's a big glaring problem. Like, you gotta circle on back to the murder, my dudes. Uh, it has, you know, the same, like, terrible mother-in-laws uh, hating their potential, their son's fiancé. You've got, like, a bad dad who's a con man. Like, it's got all the classics. You have this inexplicable, oh, you two can't get married because of really dumb reasons that it's, like, any normal adult at this point would be like, fuck it, let's just go get, like, register our marriage. Like, let them sort it out afterwards. Like, because our parents are crazy. Like, that's, like, the vibe that you're just, like, you would just go and register your marriage and, like, move out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at this point, because it's all just nonsense. But you know what? This is what we like about them. Uh, the other one I'm watching is called Once Again... And it's really good. Um, it's not as Mac Jangy as uh, Mom is having an affair. This one's more of just sort of like vaguely realistic where this woman who she's a mom. She has four children. Her oldest son is a stuntman. And then the next daughter is a homemaker. The next daughter is a doctor. And they're, those three are all married. And the fourth one is engaged. And she's just like a temp. But like she doesn't, she's sort of the... You know, she doesn't really do much. Like, she's just, you know, she's just not that, not the smartest, not the prettiest, but she tries real hard. Like, that sort of character. She's the best, actually. But then the son, the top son, his wife leaves him. And so he moves back in with his mom. The second daughter, this all happens the first episode, by the way. I'm not 
I'm not spoiling anything. This is literally the intro. Doc moves back in with his mom. Then the the, the second oldest, the daughter, uh, finds her husband cheating. So she and her son, she divorces her husband, and she and her son move back in with the mom. And the mom is all like, oh, my God, like, two of my kids getting divorced at once. Like, what will all the ladies in the in the market say? Because she, you know, they own a, you know, chicken shop because there's, there's always chicken shop. So then the third one then gets married. And then the day of her wedding on when they're about to leave for her honeymoon, finds out that her new husband has been cheating on her this entire time. So they annul their marriage, like breaks up with him right then. And then so she has to come home and be like, yeah, we're not married anymore. I know that we just had the wedding literally today, and the mom's like, "Oh no, bitch! Like no, no, no." no. But then, then, like the then like the mom finds out that he was like kind of a dick to her this whole time, and she's like, "No, not my daughter." So like she totally changes her tune. But anyway, so then she goes to like the the third daughter, the doctor, and is like, "I'm just so glad that you have such a steady marriage, and you and your husband like." aren't going to get divorced, like, you're my only hope not to, like, embarrass me. Meanwhile, the, of course, her and the husband are having problems, so they decide to get a divorce, but then to hide it from their families, so they're still, like, living together. Anyway, I and, like, like that the, this was, like, let in with, this is not as much. <laughs> no, it really isn't. It really yeah. is. Like, the other one, the other one has, like, murder and, well, like, for how many episodes in are you? I'm, like, 20 episodes in. You still have a lot to go. Yeah, that's yeah like I know. But, but this is that like in it, bro. Okay, but in, in, in comparison, the first four episodes of Mom Has an Affair have a murder, an abusive husband, a corporate plot, an abandoned son, like someone gets framed for a murder. Like, there's, there's a lot more going on that-wise. But, like, I like the vibe of once again a little better um so and then my third thing that i'm watching i know i've gone on forever uh is not a daily show it is just a regular thai drama and it's called the gifted and it's really fucking good like it's really good um so basically it's about these high school students who uh go to this like fancy high school where everything is like the better you do in school, the better equipment and everything you get, you know, like that sort of mm. thing. And there's a special gifted program. And nobody knows how the people are chosen to be in the gifted program, but like the gifted students get like the best of everything and all this. So the main character is this kid who's in like the lowest class. He's in class eight. Okay. And he's just kind of like fucking around, doing his thing. But then when he's taking like the, you know, the placement test to, like, see what room you get placed in for that year. Like, this weird voice comes over the intercom and says, on the back of your test, like, answer this question. And so he, like, answers it, and it turns out that only students with special powers can hear this voice, which is how they're finding the gifted students. So all the gifted students have potentials that they need to work up they're basically x-men okay but like <laughs> less obvious and um it's really good i'm like halfway through it and i'm like deep in right now like i'm and it just started as so the reason i started watching it is because a second season just came out like it's just started so i'm like okay i should finally 
watch the first season. It has an actor in it that I really like, Gun Atapon. So, Atapon? Atapon, that's right. So, I'm like a big fan of him. He plays the violin in it. He, and also, he has a girl who has a crush on him, but he's also the gayest person on the planet. So, I'm like, girl, I think you might be barking up the wrong tree. But it's not my usual, it's not like a BL show or anything. It's, so, anyway, that's what I'm watching. And they all get a thumbs up from me. I will admit that um, mom's having an affair, despite the fact there being no affairs. Um, really, it's it's probably the hardest one to get into of the three that I'm watching. <laughs> you gotta like really love Mock Jang to be like, yes, I am here for this one, because it's like it does those things where it'll be like. You know, like, when you're watching a really cheesy movie or show and, like, something dramatic happens and then a character will, like, turn and be like, <gasps> and then it'll, like, zoom in on their face? Like, it has that. Like, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's very much a soap opera, and I'm very much here for it. I have a really quick question. I, I had seen someone mention this on social media, but has has there been any, like, for the older actors that are in your dailies, have you noticed that any of them, because of the current situation of filming and stuff, because I heard that a lot of the characters are like, all of a sudden, Grandpa had a stroke and he's in a room by himself. No, like, no, this is happening, purple. like, to many shows. No, like... So they one, can isolate okay, them one, on one, set? One, one old, not so much, there's not so much, there's, like, only a couple older characters, and one of them was killed off. Oh. oh. So, but it was also, but I never actually thought about this because she was killed off pretty suddenly. So I actually did not think about that. It but, could uh, be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> it could be. I'm not deep enough into uh, once again to uh, see if. And I and I think once again just finished. Yeah, I think it just finished, but I'm only 20 episodes in. So you so might, I've like, got, hit it later I, in the, the Yeah, season. I've got a little ways to go. I know for Western soap operas, the thing that's changed because of the virus is they have to kiss mannequins. Yeah, it's a mannequin. <laughs> oh my God, I, I saw that. that. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. What are you doing? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, I guess. It's funny. Do what you gotta do. But. They do this camera trickery and it still doesn't really work. That's because the it's funny. like right on them too. You're like, come on, we all know. Like, it would have been better just to like quick cut, cut it out to something else. I, I was just curious because I hadn't seen that in any of my shows, but it's kind of you know dailies are kind of where you would see oh the older character yeah. all of a sudden is in the room by themselves for three episodes wonder why well yeah. it's good that they're protecting them i suppose i actually i didn't think of that <laughs> what about you jesse what have you been watching um i'm a little all over the place sometimes i watch a couple episodes of something and then i move on to another thing or don't watch anything that's in an asian language i've been it's watching a lot of a lot of buffy because Hey. I, I literally responded to one tweet with a Buffy gif, and I was like, I've got to watch Buffy now. <laughs> and 
I like I actually was tempted to watch Buffy recently as well because I saw a Buffy enamel pin and I was like, oh, I should watch it Buffy just, again. Yeah, it's, literally, <laughs> it's, it's not even like because of the time because I definitely am like I'm full on Halloween, so it's all horror all the time here. But like, even then, like it's not because of that. It was literally because I responded with a to a tweet with a gif and I was like, well, it's time for Buffy, I guess. So. <laughs> If you haven't watched Buffy, you should. I mean, some characters are a little hard, and there's some things that's, like, a little dated about it. But it's a pretty solid show for a, like, a 90 yeah. paranormal supernatural show about a, a vampire slayer. I like, there's episodes that I, like, I've seen them all hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. But there's episodes I'm like, gosh, this really, like, this was a teenage show about a vampire slayer and you're going this deep with something. It's great. It's wonderful. Just certain episodes of that show just stay with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, no. It's always so nostalgic. Like, Billy, I'll be like, oh, we're at this part in the series. Oh, the like second before Spike and Drusilla came on the screen. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is where we are. And it's very, it's fun. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that. It's not like a, it's, it's been a while since I've watched it. It's probably been with the past couple of years since I've done a full rewatch, but whatever. I'm crazy. Um, in terms of like Asian dramas and things that I'm watching, I picked up Lucifer, which is a 2007 drama. It stars Um Tae Woon, uh, Shin Min Ah, and Ju Ji Hoon. It's a little bit of a horror-esque type show. It's about the devil. There's a lot of things that, like, are mysterious. Uh, essentially, Shinamana's character uh, is can, like, see premonitions, especially, like, if she touches an object. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, helped out the, the police department in the past. And so she's kind of brought on because of the police department and others getting, receiving these tarot cards that actually end up being, like, tarot cards that she drew. But she's able to, like, touch the tarot cards and see things. And and it's definitely not the best writing, not the best directing. Uh, it randomly, like, decides to go into, like, handheld, like, camera. Like, it's, a, it's an obvious choice, too. But they're, like, they really want it to be shaky. And they definitely do the, like, something happens, zoom in on the face. Because it's like, oh, my God. But, like... <laughs> Kind of in the best way. Like, it's just cheesy enough that I'm having fun, especially, like, mm-hmm. throwing on a couple of episodes here and there. It's going to be a long haul. It's a 20-episode show. I really like Shin Minaw's character in this. She's actually, like, out of all of them, the, like, less... Like, her character's not campy, which you would kind of assume that the, like, the, you know, the girl who can see things and, you know, works part-time at her friend's, like, mystic shop, she would, you know stereotypically be the campy one but she's like a very sweet person and very good person and like you know it's one of those type people but it's good I enjoy it I'm watching on Cocoa if you're curious it's there it might be on Vicky too I'm also watching kind of this uh little j-drama called Who Killed Tokuyama Daigoro uh it's one of those idol shows so it's like okay I mean, episodes are, like, 20 minutes long, so I, like, throw in a couple here and there. It's essentially a group of high schoolers that are made up from all the this one idol group show up to class, and their teacher's dead. But they don't tell anybody, and they just kind of decide to do, like, their own investigation. 
So it's got this like dark comedy aspect to it, but it doesn't like lean a lot into the comedy. So it's like in this like weird dark comedy surrealist bubble. <laughs> it's not the best, but there are great parts and it's just like an easy thing. It's on Amazon Prime if you're curious. I just started today missing the other side. Or not today. The other day. I'm really curious is, about that one. How is it? I like it. I don't like the lead character. Like, not the actor. Just the character. So that's going to be tough. But I'm liking everything else about it. It's The first episode's a little weird, though. I will say it doesn't know where it wants to be tone-wise. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of all over the place. Because I guess it wants to be, like, mysterious about what where it's going. For the grand reveal at the end. If you don't want to be spoiled... MDL tells you the grand reveal at the right. end of the first episode in the description. It's like the first line in the description. So don't read that if you want that. It's like hard to tell you what it is. Right. It's like, because it literally every genre you can think of, that's what it tried to be in the first episode. Just <laughs> the, so far, I think it's an OCN show. It's not like OCN. I was wondering, I was wondering how OCN it was. No, it's not. And it's a weird. Oh. I'll, like, explain later once you've actually seen it, the, the part that I'm, yeah. like, it's a weird, it's weird. It's, it's more right. like I wanted to know if it was Ocean Light, like, if we were talking player Ocean, or if we were talking, like... It's player Ocean, but players a lot more high stakes and a lot more anxiety-inducing. So it's, like, it definitely leans more fantasy. If yeah. Does Ocean okay. usually do fantasy all that often? It doesn't seem really like an Ocean drama, but, like... <laughs> they had that one about the, like, magic tree coffee shop thing a couple years ago. But it ended oh. very poorly. They, as K-dramas do, as fantasy K-dramas often do, where they go, uh, no, we don't know what they to do off. with this. You know, they yeah. Are, are yeah, you sure that one... Are you talking about that man, Osu? Yeah, wasn't that... That was, I thought that that was a Vicky, I think. Mm. Was it? Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. I'm definitely watching this on Vicky, though, if you're curious. It has Gosu. I've never seen him before as the, the lead actor. Um, and then it has Ho Jun Ho, who is my favorite, because he's the serial killer dad and come and hug me. So And he's great. Like, he's my favorite character so far in this. And then it has a couple of other people. It has one of the girls from Girls' Generation. It has uh, the girl who played the the best friend in 100 Million Scars from, Stars Falling from the Sky. She was also in that entertainment show, the one on YouTube, you know, with all the kids. She played yeah. the their manager. And one, everybody. Oh, oh, know? oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, management. Yeah. Her. She's in it. But her character you see like very briefly and you only, she basically only has a line last part of the second episode. So it's very mysterious. I'm enjoying it for now. Hopefully the um, lead character will, you know, be better. But <laughs> So that's what I'm hoping. I'm also watching Erase the Anime because it dropped on Netflix and I figured I'd pick it up. I've seen the drama and I like it and I've, I don't know. I'm like four episodes into the anime. It's good. It's basically the same. So I think there's just a little bit more difference in what the anime can do as opposed to the drama because the drama, it does this time jump thing. And so like a lot of it's purely with like 10 year old kids. 
which some of the stuff that happens, obviously, an anime that's a drawn 10-year-old character can get do more than an actual mm-hmm. child actor, if that makes sense. It's a, it's a murder mystery type thing, so, but it's good. And then I started The Victim's Game, which is a Taiwanese drama. It's on Netflix as well, and I'm pretty sure it's one of, like, the Netflix-produced ones, so it should be accessible for a lot of people. It's pretty good. There are some things that I'm, like, iffy about because there's some character tropes and, like, crime shows that I hate that are in this, so that's a thing. The lead character is forensic specialist and kind of is tied to this series of murders. It's it's a little, it's dark. It's not a little dark. It's a lot dark. So, like, if you don't like dead bodies, seeing dead bodies, it's there. But he has, I, I should have looked it up. He either is some part of the spectrum or has Asperger's, something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this show is actually portraying his character correctly. So I'm very worried about that. I just personally don't know, but, like, I do know, like, after the first episode, after the credits, they had this, like, 10-minute, almost 10-minute documentary type thing where they showed a lot of the things that they did to really be specific about things. Exactly would the police do at this time, and they were, like, you know, going on and on about being super specific about things. So I'm hoping that translates to his character. I just don't know. But it's definitely a show that I can't binge be just because of the characters being the characters mm. that I don't necessarily like in crime shows and they're pretty heightened and they're the main characters so it's like oh okay <laughs> just like watch one and done I forgot to mention and you watched it too Agret Suko mm. oh yeah I forgot all about the things that I like finished yeah I love that show <laughs> a, oh uh, god I forgot about anime <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm watching Beastars right now <laughs> what a horny show <laughs> it is it is not that bad. It's a little horny. It is not. <laughs> it, uh, furries will enjoy. Agretsuko is not, and it's also very darker. It's a lot yeah. um like, oh gosh, what's that movie? Pacific Pacific Blue. Pacific Blue. If you've seen that movie. It's a Pacific Blue. I haven't watched it since like high school. <laughs> um it's a really dark, creepy movie about idols and stalkers and Agretsuko gets into that yeah Agretsuko <laughs> I felt like I mean I, I felt like I needed to go onto Twitter and be like content warning if you weren't ready for like an idol stalker one exists like I didn't want to give anything away but like if totally you weren't ready for that just know that that's a thing especially <laughs> compared to the two previous right seasons. Like, I wasn't expecting it, and I was fine, but yeah. if you, I think if you weren't if you weren't ready for that dark side of it, because it went dark pretty fast, and it was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, goes in that weird realm. It's like, yes, they didn't go dark like this for the last seasons, but they did go dark. It is about a mid-20s girl trying to survive as a female in temp or office job with literally a chauvinistic pig of a boss he's literally a pig and like yelling at her and like dealing with relationships and all this stuff and like it's dark and like that kind of real life dark 
as she's a Sanrio character. It, yeah. It, like, juxtaposition of it is just fascinating. Really. Well, like, also, just, like, quickly, if you don't know, her, the way she releases her stress is she goes to the karaoke bar and drinks and screams to heavy metal. That's, like, what she does. <laughs> it's, like, the perfect character for me, like, totally. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, so yeah. funny. It's all on Netflix. You can watch it. They have it dubbed, uh... Netflix also did a panel the other day um, with the dubbed cast or most of the dubbed cast. That was pretty cool. It was a little hard because they did like a table reading and they were like essentially on a Zoom call. So the season has a a trio of girls who are part of a J-pop group. And so every time that they would they would talk together, it was a little hard because it was a Zoom call where three people who are probably not even in the same state. Well, no, for a fact, they weren't because they were talking about how they all recorded their stuff at their houses. That was the really cool thing. Oh, wow. So they, like, got really good at, like, figuring out where in their, like, apartment or whatever that they could, like, hide away to uh, record their voices. And then, like, they'd be like, yeah, and we'd be doing this one really great take, and then the dog would bark. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we know that struggle as podcasters. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's all I have. How about you, Amanda? Well, I've been double burned in the last month with C-dramas that um, hit episode three and the subs stopped. Uh, Both of them. Crossfire had no subs and then I went back to it and it had subs and I was so excited. And then halfway through episode three, the subs just stopped. Just stopped. And there's no subs on the following episodes. There's just no subs. Great. Thanks. Fine. Whatever. It's fine. That's fine. It's cool. It's um, fine. It's fine. Whatever. I like, oh, I need something else to watch. And it throws, um, YouTube throws that love basketball at me that I had planned to start months ago and mm-hmm. didn't. And I'm like, oh, it's all done now. So like, I can just, you know, go through it. First episode, fine. Second, fine. Third, fine. Fourth, nothing. Not even. Yeah. No, we got nothing. You got, I'm got, like, really? you got, got again. I actually have a specific question about that. Mm-hmm. Whenever the subs cut off for you, was it around the same day and stuff? Because I've seen on my timeline other people struggling with all their subs going away. So I was wondering if it was actually a YouTube across the board thing. I don't know. Well, like, YouTube I, is getting rid of uh, community subs, which is essentially which is the stupidest it's idea. the stupidest thing ever. Uh, it's not to them because literally it's uh, forcing people to go to like a, their paid, like sponsored subscription place for subs or whatever which is like it's it's ridiculous because it means that like creators who are smaller that can't afford them that had used subs community subs now there just won't be and so and i i thought it was going to be a like going forward thing but i guess it's not yet it's all all i know is i saw some people already experiencing like subtitles going away that's all i, I could like see it because youtube does um test and they do it on active users a oh, lot yeah. so that's probably a thing but yeah. so it might have been that i know that the channel like and both of these are on the official like network youtube channels the one like crossfire they posted something at one point saying um that they're like their channel got a strike against it and they were like 
this is our content that we're putting on our channel. Like, uh, what are you talking about? So they were able to post like a, you know, how YouTubers can post like a picture now or like a memo and stuff. So they posted something like that saying we can't upload anything new right now. And then suddenly like all the rest of the episodes for Crossfire all like dropped at once. And I was like, oh, okay, clearly they can upload new episodes. They've, they've figured out, you know, so maybe mm-hmm. they'll start subbing. Cause I figured maybe mm-hmm. that was the problem. Like if they couldn't upload new videos, maybe they also couldn't like access the videos they already had up or something. Oh. But I, it's been weeks now and that the subbing still stops in the middle of episode three. Mm-hmm. And this other one, I don't know, like other stuff on that channel I have been watching it's the same channel that has um romance of tiger and rose and it's fine as far as I can tell like I haven't gone back to it in the last couple of days but Mm. you know it was fine so I don't know maybe we're just re-entering the prepare yourself I know I'm like so like just because I it was it wasn't just drama people like I saw it, it wasn't people just watching dramas that were having subtitle issues. It was like people that just watch any type of content on YouTube mm-hmm. subtitle issues. And I was kind of shocked by that. I could see it being because they're introducing them. Yeah. New stuff. Which I could see a lot of the, um, like the Chinese channels being like, eh, whatever. Like it was nice if there, if I had the option to give you English subs, I would, but like, if it's not easy, then eh. It's not worth it to me either because, mm-hmm. like, there's way more, you know, people in China and Chinese people around the world who want to watch the stuff than there is, you know, the handful of English speakers. So yeah. I'm not going to waste my time, right? Other than that, I've mostly been watching Filipino and Thai stuff. The Filipino dramas, they're doing a lot of stuff with... um like quarantine. So they're telling stories about quarantine. They're telling stories using special methods because it's quarantine. So like I had written um, a post on the, on the website about a couple of them, but uh, I started watching a new one called uh, for the four bad boys and me. And you hit episode two and you realize you're watching Boys Over Flowers, <laughs> but it's cute. <laughs> so you're like, it's based on, it's based on a story. They bought the rights for a Wattpad story. So it's a Wattpad story. But as you're reading it, you're like, this is a fanfic. This is a Boys, yeah, Over, Boys Flowers Over Flowers fanfic. Flowers fanfic. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, whatever. Oh, but it's about this girl who's, a pretty good student. She is this school. I can't remember what they call her. The something ninja. Nobody knows that it's her, but she basically does people's homework for money. And she's trying to save up enough money so she can go to like Australia to see her dad who left however long ago. So she's doing that. Meanwhile, there's these four bad boys who play pranks on everybody and all the girls love them. And, you know, you know how it goes. Y'all watch Boys Over Flowers. You know where we're going. <laughs> Do they walk slowly down the hallways? <laughs> no, because this is the thing with this drama that's kind of neat, is that what they've done is they've, everybody is filmed in their own homes on their cameras against, like, a pretty plain backdrop. 
And then what they do is they've got, like, computer, like, pictures, backdrops done up. And they plunk the videos in, in within little square frames in different places. And then they, like, move the little squares to different. So, like, there's a scene where she's with the, the one lead male and they're having an argument. But they're obviously getting closer in the way they're talking. So they move the two little squares closer and closer mm-hmm. until they're like little squares lose half their frame so that it almost looks like they're in one square but you can still tell that their backdrop's not quite the same color kind of thing and she's like ew get away from me you're too close leave six inches for the holy spirit like she's like, like it's very cute and funny and like the actors and actresses are adorable and, like, they do funny little things with, like, emojis and stuff. So, like, her mom's always cooking food for her. So her mom's little square will always have, like, little computer emojis across the bottom of, like, cupcakes. Because she baked cupcakes today. Or, Aww. like, so it's supposed to look like the food. Or it's, like, and she'll, like, oh, fine, I'll just take the smoothie or whatever before I leave. And she'll like reach off of her screen and when she comes back she's got a smoothie and the little smoothie emoji disappears from mom kind of thing like they do a bunch of little things like that it's really cute so simple it's easy it's like 10 minute episode I think there's like three of them out right now it is what it is the boys are annoying but not like violent like it's more meteor garden than boys over flowers (laughs) seen them you know what I mean like it just the typical (laughs) like if you're gonna do that way like make it slightly less obvious what you're (laughs) yeah I do like the way that they're doing it is kind of neat it's kind of different from some of the other Mm -hmm. quarantine web dramas that I've watched another one that I just started is called Quarren Things the series they had a series of shorts earlier, which I don't know what they're about because they're not subbed. So, but they star some of the same actors. So I like watched a few minutes of them enough to know that these actors are actually pretty good actors. Cause like the lead character Judah in Corn Things, the series is in one of these shorts and is completely different. Like mannerisms, everything. Like he looks like a completely different character, completely different person. So I'm like, okay, he's not just like playing himself here. And the production quality on this one's really good. The way they talk and stuff, like the dialogue is good. The acting is good. It's the little smirks that they give each other and stuff. Like they joke around and things like it just everything works really well. So that one's about a boy who has left home because, well, for school, but he doesn't, quarantine is coming and they're locking down and everybody else in his apartment, he shares his apartment with three other guys and two of them are never there. And one of them is his best friend. He's going back home to be with his parents for quarantine because like, why wouldn't you? He's not because his mom lives in Canada and his sister, when he came out, threw a fit, went nuts and is a big homophobe. So he doesn't want to move back home to live with his homophobic sister. So he's going to stay in the apartment. And the one roommate that he almost never sees is 
going to be in the apartment now, too, because he can't be jaunting around all over the place. So it's a boy's love. It's a romance. The two guys together are hilarious, joking around like it's just it's neat. It's fun to watch. The first episode is about how in the Philippines, when they locked down, they handed out passes to families, like to households, and you got one pass per household. And the person whose name is on that pass is the only person who's allowed to leave the house. You have to have the pass to leave the house. The whole first episode is basically about how the next day the government worker is coming to their apartment to give out the pass. And neither one of them want to be the one who doesn't get the pass. So they don't want to go to sleep that night because they want to stay awake because they want to be the first one to the door so that they get the pass. But of course, they both fall asleep, you know, like it's a whole thing, but it's super cute. Yeah, I just I've really enjoyed that one. And that one is different. Like, obviously, it is filmed now. So other than that, oh, I also watching Game Boys, which I think by the time this episode comes out, will be over. There's one episode left of the extension. I haven't watched episode 12 yet because I heard that it was, you know, one of those, like, fighty cliffhanger kind of endings. And I was like, you know, I'll just wait. I'll wait until episode 13 comes out, and then I'll watch them together. Because no point in being angry for a week, right? So (laughs) I'll just do that to myself. So everything else I'm watching right now is Thai. Some of them are web dramas. Some are not. I'm watching Hook on Netflix, which is the boxing drama, which is cute. I like it. It's, you know. Nothing new, nothing special, sports drama. Ingredients, which is a web drama, but it's super cute. And lots of, like, food porn because the two actors in it are, like, well, the one actor is actually a chef, and it's sponsored by a grocery store. So he makes food every episode, and then you can also go to their web, like, the channel and, like, find videos for like here's the recipe here's how to make it and stuff so that's it's cute again short little cute episodes and I kind of wish I hadn't started it so I could just watch it's going to be like two hours worth of show by the time it's done right I wish I just watched it all at once but it's cute they're cute it's good still watching Unlucky Ploy I kind of dig it I hit the part where her parents, she finally confesses to her parents about how, like, she was dumped. And I was sobbing. I was crying. Her mom was crying. I was like, oh. <laughs> it, it was, it's nice when you see that moment where the mom, like, has this, like, light go on. And she realizes, like, and both parents are like, oh, my God. Our poor baby going through all this. And we didn't support her. Like, you're like, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe support her anyway. But, like, fine. Whatever. Oh, and Still Together, which is a sort of semi-sequel series to mm-hmm. Together, the series. It's only like five episodes long. I think I'm on episode four now. It's cute. I said it's like a fan fiction to the original show. So it's kind of like one of those, where are they now? Here they all are a year later. What's happening with these characters? And And it's cute. But then at the same time, they're like, redoing all the key scenes from the first series but like with a twist and you're like okay 
I guess. Like it's it's okay. Like it's fine. It's but like the of, the original show was also okay. Okay. Yeah. So I would almost say it's more okay than the first one because it's only five episodes and they're not trying to like make it something it's not. So each episode has its own little story arc and then they tell a new story arc and then they tell a new little story arc and they just kind of it's like they're doing little one-off fan fiction episodes like you wanted to know what's happening with these guys here you go isn't it cute okay next story like and you just kind of like all right just give me the cute stuff I don't need a plot it's fine it's fine (laughs) so my youngest is starting school back tomorrow and then the other two start, the high school starts up next week. And I'm like, when it happens, I'm going to pay for, like, Cocoa or something and, like, actually binge some shows that I've been, like, putting off because I just haven't had a lot of drama watching time with everybody in the house all the time. So that'll be my, like, yay, I have the house to myself for the first time in six months. Gift to myself. I'll watch a K-drama. <laughs> A drama that I forgot to talk about, but I want to because it's so good. I've been watching SF8, mm-hmm. the anthology. I've been kind of keeping up with it. I had not seen the past two episodes, so I caught up with them yesterday. And I have to talk to you about the third episode, which is Jones Galaxy, because you should all go watch it. These little, like, anthologies are only, like, an hour long. And they aren't, like, actually tied. So you can you can just watch this one. But everyone has to go watch it. It's, like, my favorite. And it was beautiful and wonderful and perfect. And I loved everything about it. Out of the series, it's, like, so far my top one, hands down. And they're all different. They all have, like, different sci-fi elements to it and that sort of thing. But, oh, uh, it's so good. It stars the girl who I'm pretty sure she was, I didn't watch past the couple of episodes, but in her private life, she was the, the rival photo site mm-hmm. girl. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. She was also just in another show where in she was like In that makeup idol. artist show? Yeah. yeah. She was an idol. Yeah, yeah. Her, and then I don't know the other girl, but I don't want to like tell you anything about it because you should just go in and watch it. Just spend the hour and... You'll hopefully thank me, but I think you will. <laughs> and I forgot to mention for me, I am slowly making my way through my first watch of some Studio Ghibli films Ooh, because so I found exciting. that my library had a handful of them. So I've watched mm, four or five at this point. One of them was scratched, so I only got to watch half of Ponyo. Aww. So some other time I'll try to get a different copy that actually works but you have a fave so far uh i really liked um the arietti one i thought that was pretty cute just i liked the tone and vibe of it i saw today that kiki's delivery service is i i I could go pick it up soon so like i think you'll like kiki's it's It's, so cute yeah it's so cute but yeah i've i've really enjoyed it what was your favorite one, Jesse? Princess Mononoke. That oh, was so much darker than I thought it was oh, going to be. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Jesse and I both like the darker ones. Like, I like Nausicaa of the Valley of the Winds, which is like... I, I haven't seen that one yet, but I have it, so... Yeah. It's good. It's I just, good. It's so good. It like I've always been that, like, 
kid who's also like big into like anime or not an- well anime but like animals and like doing right for the planet you know that type of thing and then like wolves and oh it's just and like it's not my favorite because of this it just is a very added bonus i watched it when it was first released in u.s mm. theaters because the the main wolf who i'm forgetting the name of now is voiced by jillian anderson so yeah that's Ooh. the thing it's actually a good cast like i'm not gonna say that like i'm not gonna lie to you i always go subbed on those but like if we're going for a dubbed version the princess mononoke cast because um it's uh who is it mini driver is that her name oh yeah mm-hmm. she plays the the bad character you know the oh, one that, oh. She good. and there's yeah. a couple of other people that i'm like forgetting their names that are top build actors that are in it so mm-hmm. that's why i think that like the the dubbed especially for princess mononoke is a little bit more high quality because it's like top stars for almost every mm. character but by far princess mononoke with the little kodamas and oh, like, click, click, click 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 it's just i love it it's, it's got that fantasy like supernatural kind of vibe to it but also like the wolves are everything and that the character design and pretty much in a lot of the film is always just things that i have never seen or thought of before mm. like because i've always very purpose uh, aside from like obviously seen like Totoro's character design because you can't escape everywhere. Like, for instance, I'd seen the Kodamas before, but, like, since I didn't know what they were, like, I would purposefully not go check it out because I would be like, I'm going to watch it someday. But Princess Mononoke, like, it it had some character design stuff, definitely with the deer god, that since I had never seen anything Mm -hmm. like that before, it was very interesting. Definitely even as an adult to be like, wow, the way they designed that's, like, crazy. Like, Yeah, it's very, like like majestic and very like spiritual like majestic i don't know yeah. like that makes any sense the quote-unquote bad people like aren't really really bad so i mean yeah. they even mm-hmm. there's like gray morality going on i mean for a kids movie like that's there was heavy stuff man <laughs> but yeah i've enjoyed everything so far it's fun i try to watch them when i like have a lot of like, I have a block of two hours or whatever, mm-hmm. like, to not be interrupted. Yeah. It, it never works. It never works. Like, the dogs will be like, hey, you started 15 <laughs> minutes ago. I'm going to bug you. I'm like, man. Mom, 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 But if you're, if you're someone like me who hasn't seen it, go, go check some out. And if you're I in Canada... Canada I haven't if seen any yet, but they're on Netflix. If you're in, so. Yeah, if you're in Canada, they're all on Netflix. So oh, yeah, we didn't get all because, of them. Because they're going to be on, was it HBO. NBC or HBO's? Yeah, one of those streaming services, they took it the U.S. rights. Oh. It's the one that, like, isn't out yet either. So it's like, yeah. we're all just sitting here going, well, Ugh. thanks. And, and I mean, like- I own Princess Mononoke, but still, like. <laughs> right. It's a principle of the thing. Yeah. Yes. I would recommend, like, Amanda, for your kids, if if you want really easily accessible, like, to me, the Arietti one, it, it's mm. definitely, it doesn't feel foreign at all. It's just, like, mm. some little people, like, it's pretty simple. <laughs> that one was... It's like, yeah. I thought it was based on the borrowers, wasn't it? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, was it? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, like, especially with, like, Kiki's Delivery Service and, like, My Neighbor Totoro, they've got, a like, a great nostalgic kids movie vibe so like even if 
they're kind of on the fence, I still think that they would pick up on that, even if it's not part of their nostalgia. Like, they just, you watch them, like, I went, uh, because they used to before, you know, all this, and we could go to, like, theaters. Um, They would, like, almost every year replay them in, like, theaters. Yeah. And so you could Mm -hmm. go see them, and I took my mom wants to go see my neighbor Totoro and she like felt the same way where it was just like mm. you could tell that it was like it's like when you go and watch a Disney film now that like kind of yeah. sense of nostalgia and you're like oh this is really great and I remember why this would feel epic for a younger me yeah but I figure your daughter would actually really love oh yeah that. my daughter would probably be right into the concept anyway like she it's always hard, right? Because she's 16. Mm-hmm. So, like, if she says, oh, I just heard that, like, the Studio Ghibli and stuff is, like, she'll be like, okay, right? But if I say we should watch this, well, then she won't want to watch it, right? If she wants, like, anyone wants to actually claim that they're an anime fan, they can't actually go very far <laughs> without, <laughs> like, watching all of the films. So, like, yeah. that's a thing. So. <laughs> that's one of those, like, unwritten rules where you're like are you an anime fan (laughs) so yeah it's definitely been on my plan I just went through and like Netflix and like threw them all into my list you know the Mm -hmm. plan to watch list or whatever on Netflix so the next time we have you know pizza and a movie night I'm gonna be like hey hey guys does your daughter have her separate profile on your Netflix yes so what you do is you hack into her profile and put it Uh on her list and just put it on her list oh I must have done that yeah and I, just a couple of them. Oh, it was just a glitch on Netflix, and then I guess. Yeah, like, oh, I don't, I don't remember That's doing so this, cute. but I liked it. Oh, I must have put it on there by accident. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably would watch it. She'd be like, "Oh, hey, that looks good." It was my idea, therefore it was really good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, this has been our what we're uh, listening to, what we're watching to episode. A little, a little treat we put out for all y'all. A little extra just to see, check in with the newness and see what we're up to. Uh, you can listen to it wherever you listen to it now, but it's also on Spotify, Google Play, or Podcast now, I guess is what it's called. Uh, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and of course all, oh, YouTube. And of course, all of our episodes are on certifiednunas.com where we have other fun things as well. Go to our website, certifiednunas.com and like, you know, read the stuff we post there. It's a good time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, we're back. Bye. <laughs>